Hey. Well, welcome to the Corner Convo, episode 143. Let's go. A corner like thousands of others across the country. It's a place to go if you want to be seen. And to a lot of folks, it's the information center of the neighborhood. Our job is to spark somebody else watching the us. Go. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish. And because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should change. Mug is in the bag, and the bag is the base, and the base never changed. It's a groove. As soon as you hear that groove, I know I got you. My name is A-M-O-N. Say what you want, just spell my name right. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Next up, next up, we got Dr. Mars in the building. What's happening? He's the protection, the fixer. Without her, there's nothing. Nothing. You gotta be somebody big. You gotta be a big man, a congressman, a, a, a judge, or on the grand jury. Who does she think she is? Well, that's my sister, baby. <laughs> and she's a whole lot of women. Big facts, big facts, man. <laughs> next up, next up, AB is in the building. Let's see, man. Hold on. You got, you got some new shit going on, too, don't you, AB? Yeah, this is good. Yeah, let me see what you're sharing. Okay, here we go. The more they hate you, I mean, you can play ball and all that, but shit, that don't mean shit to these niggas right here. Put a cap in your ass, just on GP, that's on the string, all right? So you got to watch your back. Oh, so I should thank you then, huh? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just want you to know what's the wild is, all right? He knows. He knows. <laughs> and, man, guess what, man? They didn't got your boy on the south side of Chicago, man. It's yeah, going man. down right now, Inglewood, Brandon, okay? Special guests in the building. Corey, what's happening, brother? What's up, brother? How are you? Brother, listen here, brother. Listen here, brother. We're not, we're not gonna be cool today, brother. We're gonna, we gonna, <laughs> we gonna talk out. We're gonna let the world hear you, brother. I can't help it, man. It's just, it's just <laughs> I, me. And people say that, like, dude, why do you, how are you so calm? But my my kids won't say that though. They, <laughs> they get the other side, and I think everybody knows what that comes from, those buttons being pushed and understanding how to, you know. No, I get I it. I'm gonna say you know, some other words. No, you can say you can say all that. This is the corner combo, man. You, you know, we <laughs> have real combo. conversations, man. Okay. And at the end of the day, it's fuck them kids. FDK all oh day. Oh my man. god. I ain't with that shit, y'all. <laughs> 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 the kids ain't gonna put me in an early grave. You know what I'm talking about? Uh no, man. We like to start with first of all, how was your week? You know, how's everything been going? Uh, I want to thank you because we finally got this together, man. You know, we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. I, I'm I'm happy. My week has been really good, man. I can't can't complain. Um it's been a blessing just to be able to even walk and see what's going on. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, what's up? Uh, Dr. Mars, how was you? Your I week? was thinking about this earlier. Like, I had a pretty decent week, um, you know, like, but uh, the election was wild and kind of getting all that together. And uh, I'm happy that it's uh, it's over. So, watching everybody's commentary online was interesting. Um Kids are good. Work is good. The weather is nice. So I'm super excited to get up out of here and get some food because clearly craft services didn't make it here on time. <laughs> craft services was supposed to come here? Yeah, craft services was supposed to come were here. Were they supposed to bring you food or us? Yeah, food? Us, exactly. Because oh, exactly. if they were coming to bring you food, I'm glad they didn't come. No, you know, I'm a team player. You know, we, oh, okay. all, we, we started off with fortune cookies and then moved our way to lemon, lemon pepper chicken last week. For sure. So. Oh, wow. Sure, yeah. Was it good though? Chicken good? <laughs> A little yeah. cold. It was all right. Sorry, though. Well, I mm. can tell. Fries are a little stale. We're going to leave the conversation alone. Well, you don't need no more fries, brother. <laughs> I'm Chill. good out here, man. Chill, man. Come on now. I'm back in the oh, gym, no. too. Fuck Come on now. That, that, that's the part I'm proud of you about, though, bro. Yeah, back in the Come gym. on now. The we man started with push-ups every morning. Yeah. One day he said, fuck you. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of 
not being the best version of myself and start doing push-ups. Mm. It's hard to work out at home. Well, I mean, That's he did start a couple years ago. Like I was his private yoga teacher for a couple of yeah, a couple yeah. Of Boy, days. you were stretching it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, that, for that lean and rest and all that Kendi, shit. Kendi, where yeah. you at, bro? <laughs> where you at, Kendi? I got him to touch his toes. <laughs> yeah. it was, it was, oh wait, no. no <laughs> Here's no point. Wait a minute, now. see, see. Sometimes. Okay, we got to there. Wait a minute. Whatever. Oh. Oh, wait, first of all, you're not gonna speed past that. Like you didn't just oh, say what you should say. <laughs> so wait, he just got the shit in queue. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's amazing, man. It's just amazing. Yes. Oh, wow. I love that shit. It's like a little MP. MP. Oh, beautiful man. Well, shit. Oh, my week. Don't yeah. worry. I'm glad y'all asked. I was about to. I'm so glad to tell about my mother. No, my week though. Uh, it was cool, man. You know, the highlight of my week was my son being on spring break and me getting to be a father and, and get that father son time in this week. Let me tell you something, man. Whether you have a mainstream child or a child. Uh, in the special needs department, a, a, a section of life, when they get to be teenagers, they don't listen to shit you say. Yeah, no. You, know what I'm you say, I'm looking like, bro, why are we arguing? Why are we arguing the first two days a week? We only got two days left to kick it now. You know what I'm saying? We waited two whole days, man, because you blew the first two. Right, man. It's crazy, but you know, in the midst of all that, I still find time. Everybody that knows me, man, you know, I hate working, but I do not mind keeping several jobs to pay the bills, to get ahead, to have passive income. So, one of my security gigs called this week, and I got a chance to do security. For Jamie Lee Curtis, a very sweet woman, on the set of a TV series called The Bear. I never heard of it, but the money was right. Well, Biggie say he the air night. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I get there. Some reason she's picked me out to my fucking crowd. Like, hey, you big scrapping young man. You know, hold my bag. I'm like, damn. She wanted to be my son. That's what you're doing for the Hey, oh, y'all boy. You should get the bag. Basically, you the bag. But see, the Lord, we in a church right now, so I feel compelled to say this. The Lord had a plan for me. He knew I'm from out west. And I would go on a woman person in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. In a heartbeat, goddammit. So she gave, hey, she gave me that bag. I say, uh-oh. She went to the house and I say, oh, my God, the time is now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. And so nosy. Somebody had to get you together. Uh-huh. I tell you what, though. That bag was so very uninteresting. I'm like, let me, let me Google her and see what she worth. This is 60 mil. I say, damn, you know what? So this is how you move when you get money mm. on top of money on top of money. And, you know what I'm saying? See, that's the thing, though. People... We, we're a different type of person. We want people to think we got the bag. Right. That's but true. But the people that got the bag, you'll never even know. Killed. My uncle- They look like you sound. Even kill, bro. Even kill. My uncle, um, my uncle is, at one point, he was one of the richest guys in Ak- Akron, Ohio, right? Okay, he's LeBron? No, nah, not okay, LeBron. Cool. Right. But, <laughs> but, but he actually Stupid. coached uh, Bronny. That's actually, dope. Yeah, so he played at Akron U back in his day. But- I used to always ask him, like, oh, why are we shopping at Aldi? Like, you got right. it. Why? But what he said was that, how you think I got it? I had a right. game. So I don't have to, I don't have to let you know that I got it by where I shop, what I do, and all of that. Right. But just know that I'm good and I don't have to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. So that that is why, you know, one of the reasons that I look at things differently. Like right now, I don't even have a car. You wouldn't know that. My car went down, but it doesn't matter to me because at the end of the day, I, I want to connect with the people. So I don't mind catching a bus or walking or riding my bike or anything like that because at the end of the day, it's just a testament to let people know that you're you're human. You're yeah. a person. Facts. And one thing doesn't make you greater than the next person. Brother, they're going to so, know I'm human when I stop at the stoplight. <laughs> they're going to know I'm human, man. I, I signal my turn like other human beings, brother. I hey, think you also you have great, to be the brother. first dude to admit to snooping, too. So, who we do, we get, why do we get cut down for snooping? Because y'all, y'all do it way more frequently. I mean, but it's necessary. It's like, you know, you got to collect intel. That's true, though. Mm-hmm. But then, Tuesday, I work the election, as I do usually when the elections come up. And it was, 
it was very funny business, but I'm going to leave it alone to, to, uh, to get to that part of the show. But I always take pleasure in doing it because some people just don't know how to vote, where to vote. Yeah. And uh, some people out there just that cause confusion. So I make sure I nip that shit in the bud. Look here, man. I don't care if your person wins or not. But make sure this <laughs> shit goes smoothly. That's it. The last two days were overtime. But my week was, it was great, though. It was great. Thank y'all for asking. Good week, man. And let me ramble on. I appreciate that. Yeah, it sounds, like, sounds like we're the highlight of your week, Abasi. You're yeah. welcome. He it's carried great, the bag. He secured the bag. <laughs> right. the, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and I took all of their food and snacks and goodies as well. Uh, did you get that credit card number? Because there's some new I, stuff. I was just about to ask. Did, did you look in there? Because the, the bag on the outside was oh, interesting. I no, I did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> just don't accept them charges, Jamie, when you get it. <laughs> okay. Oh, my she God. She was so sweet. I'm sorry, man. She was so motherfucking huggy. Mm. Like, mm, I don't know if it was free fields or just a friendly Was she huggy vibe. with you or with yeah, everybody? Yeah, huggy. I didn't get the kisses that they were getting, though, but she was huggy-huggy. Oh. You know, she was huggy-huggy. And them things still, they a little perky without surgery, oh too, though. God. I'm sorry, man. Look, yeah, true lives will forever be in, in, embedded in my memory, bro. I don't even know what true that movie and, uh, is. Trading Places. Yeah, great sorry. movie. Great okay. movie. I have to put places. it on my list to Eddie watch. Murphy, right? Eddie Murphy, yeah. yeah. When she so, went, you, yeah, look, man, when you bring titties out on screen, man, it just it changes your life, especially as a kid. <laughs> as a little boy. You were yeah. little boys then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know yeah, if this applies to me. It doesn't. Okay, all right. Hey, man, y'all don't see down there. <laughs> so, Mila, really, really quickly, though, because I noticed something right away when I walked in, and I just, I couldn't pick, so I have to let you be the judge. I think Amon has on the Jordan 12 tuxedos. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Oh, wow. And Corey has on, are these the threes? Those are threes. Original threes. Yeah. Now, I'm not yeah. a Jordan head, so I can't tell what's fresh and what's fly. So we have to let her be the judge and, and see what's what. I'm not going to tell you what Corey said before you turned, you know. Uh, oh, you can tell us. If I say Corey it, I don't want to smoke, man. Yeah. All right, man, look. Listen. Here's the thing, right? Man, Everybody listen. that knows me, look, I've been doing kicks since I was 14. This is a real thing, right? Mm. Once my parents stopped buying my shit, I went and got a job so I could finance my own shoe habit. This huh. is what I do. I was the first person at Lane to wear Air Force Ones. But you were at Lane. That does not count. <laughs> Why not? You were at Lane. That's like 8,000 kids. Lane. That hurt right here. 8, all 000, black. 8,000 kids. You better watch it, Corey. You got all three black. of us up here. All black. All black. All black. And Lane Tech. 20%. All black. 20%. 20% black. All 20%, yeah. Kids. Again, so now we're, we're going against culture. So it's 5% per class. We're going against culture, so that does not count. Oh, what school yeah, were you at? There were more all-stars and vans in there than the Air Force Ones. I'm sure. But, but that right. makes sense. Regular sandal so and bare feet. invalid. No, 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 no. Oh, wow. In, in the black so community, in the, the black community, at Lane, yeah, that was me. Okay. That was me. You chopped that Lane tree down really fast. Did that, was, me, man. Just, that, that was hurtful. That was just, no, no disrespect. That was just to what you were inquiring. Okay. What All you right. were, the, the fashion so, part. So, you know what? The Air Force One. And and to be honest, though, Air Force One, that's a New York shoe. That's not I Chicago. Like that, that's what I That's what I do. <laughs> my One of my first albums was, you know what I mean, some, some from the East Coast. And East I've Coast. just been and you've embedded. Always, you've, you, and you're from Chicago? Yeah. Tell them again. I don't think you heard you. I don't think you heard oh, yeah, That's fine. Yeah. That's oh, fine. My God. And it's okay. Yeah, no, it is. How I love it? you. I love you. I love you more. However, you know what I'm I just look at it like this: when we're when we're thinking about Chicago, I think about Chicago. I Man, don't bring out nothing other than like facts of what makes the crib. Right? Yeah. So if you say my first album was that of, it was actually yeah. a common or yeah, but it wasn't though. My first actually it was LL Cool J, uh, the Black Panther joint. Okay, that wasn't a bad album though. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad album, but you know, Chicago still Chicago like. 
There's there aren't too many albums that are as impactful as Crucial Conflict. Hey, was no when it came to putting the, uh, the middle the middle Midwest on. When, when Crucial Conflict Hey came out, I was living right here on 60th and Elizabeth. I'm sorry to hear that. And I had to drive <laughs> to. No. Uh, I drove to like seven different stores to get this tape because it was a tape thing. <laughs> yep. It was a tape, and I ended up getting a store getting a tape on 39th Street. Travel. No, it was 35th. You travel and. I think I played that tape so much that it popped. But at the end of the day, it just, that was Chicago. It was mm-hmm. something that sure. we were able to claim. And uh, I mean, just to date, it was like, like a music and, and, and just anything with entertainment, like it's all inspired by Chicago. And I'm, I'll stand behind that. Which camera? Game. Yeah, I'll stand behind that because even when you look at the top, the, the greats, the proclaimed greats, <clears throat> they're sampling Chicago music. You know, producers look, are from Chicago. Producers yeah. are yeah. from Chicago. We we looking at uh, band members, live band members from Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of this yep. stuff. Even right now, Six Sonic. I just found out the other day the trumpet player is Maurice. Uh, was name Maurice Brown from here? Really? Damn. Yes. Okay. okay. So when you think about that and you look at how music and and the industry has all of this like notoriety, but Chicago doesn't get notarized for it at all. At all, because behind the scenes of everything, there's somebody, somebody from, from Chicago. And I think Dilla says it best. Everything dope comes from Chicago. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you're not going to get any argument out of me. I was and just, literally dope too. I mean, first of all, you just shit it on my... my, my <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, Air Force One wasn't to shoot to be like... Hey, no, it definitely was. I would have rather wore Pearl Wings. Yeah, I mean, by the time I... <laughs> yeah. no, so when I left Lane and went to yeah, Simeon, it definitely Pearl was Pearl like all Jordans. <laughs> I can remember when Jordans came out, nobody was in school. Uh-huh. Right, like Simeon was already yeah. like a really small school. That's tragic. So like more than half of the kids were not at school. Everybody would come to school after they got their kicks in their outfits, yeah. and it was a fucking fashion show. It was the most impressive thing. And that's the school. What you they mean? Chose to upgrade. What right. do you mean? What, what the parents had? <laughs> right. They were probably, probably in line too. But then, no like disrespect. after 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 the outfits phased out, because you know you got to wear red and black or blue and whatever, and then you start seeing like strawberry unsafe. pink yeah. and like yeah. red red Jordans or something like that. So. Well, while, while we're here, what high school did you go to? Inglewood. Everything was everything. What, what, oh, yeah. what year you came out of there? Ninety five. I was a year behind. I was. Oh, we to tell y'all ass up on the court, but y'all got y'all. Who did you play for? Lane Tech. Don't do that. Come on now. He said all city. Told you, I always got to say that, though. I'm getting 27, no. 27. So you, you, let me ask you, no, you, you know my man? Uh, nope. Xavier? <laughs> Big X. No, you, He's you, got a bouncy no. energy. Yeah, you, you definitely got to know Big X. Xavier who? Xavier Matthews. Big X. Big blockhead. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, prop, it's, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. nope. Big blockhead. Yeah. Call him blockhead. I used to teach yeah. driver ed at uh, Inglewood. Did you? Yeah, robbery, until they stole, yeah, they, they stole stuff out of the... Uh, from under the hood. So you believe that that's because it was Inglewood? That they yeah, no, it was because people steal were stealing from driver ed places. Like all- Places all around. Yeah, but okay. that's Why, the one that I worked lane. at. But that's the only thing you remember? How many uh, kids got their license yeah, because I, of you? First of all, I didn't even have a license. Oh, I was like oh, 15 years old working at driver ed. I was a kid. I was a kid. <laughs> Okay, let's just say that was an internship. <laughs> I got paid cash money. <laughs> cash money. And everybody okay, every, everybody would come over to Inglewood for driver ed. We had like yeah. one of the one of the hottest driver we ed did. programs, you know, we in did. the city. All right. So since you're not, you know, you're standing on your dean when it comes to Inglewood. Wait, I didn't pick Florida. the shoes. Oh, well, you already know, so it's a no-brainer. You know what? Just for that, Corey. Okay. Dang, just for that? You're fired. Oh, <laughs> that's because I'm hot. Thank you. My oh, favorites are the trash. 13s, though. I like the design and the comfortability. Those are the only ones I think you could hoop in, actually, for real, for real, the 13s. The 13s? Yeah. Yeah. Jordan's a terrible shooter hoop in. my foot in the... 
Which ones were those? That's sad. Even one is sad to choose for. That's crazy. I think they were tens, I believe. Mm. Okay. I no, I'm Jordan sorry. They were 14. I was a grown woman. They were 14. With the little I was not allowed. Front of yeah, they were 14. That was a disgusting was a design. Whole, yeah, it was a horrible shooter. <laughs> I don't like know. Right no, now. see, what people fail to realize is that Jordan has a totally different shoe from yep. everybody else. Like his shoe was supported for him. Yes. Anything else is just to make money. So Fashion. we'll never get the shoe that he that plays in, yeah. which is why. You know, your balance is off or your spring. It's a whole just, It's a whole different shoe. Like even with, oh, I'm sorry. I, I do have to mention Kobe what? real quick though. Even when Kobe, with Kobe's low shoe. Remember yeah. Kobe got everybody yep. hooping in low shoes, mm -hmm. but the dynamic of his shoe was just different, different than everybody else's. So then you start seeing people out here on crutches because- mm -hmm. Right. Man, that low top, yeah, that low top ain't shit. playing the penny loafers. They want to just low shoes, bro. It don't <laughs> yeah. work, bro. You can't yeah. do that. These shoes are designed for a specific reason. But Jordans are really, if you had to put them in, in a, a category, they are the red bottoms of the gym shoe. They are, they are the fucking standard, man. You know what I'm saying? And you got to think about it too. Like that shoe in particularly has the most, uh, I forget the word that I'm looking for right now, the most influence. Okay. Like yeah. you, anywhere yeah. you go, I did a- Stay in power. On uh, last week, I did a career day at a school. And as I'm looking at the, the kids sitting in front of me, out of, I think it was 27, 30 kids in there maybe, 26 of them had on Jordans. I believe it. And then we still had to add in the faculty and staff. Mm -hmm. So it's like the inspiration on yeah. that shoe alone. And, and then it makes me want to really look into like his philanthropy. Like, is there really any philanthropy? Because our community is the community that's supporting mm -hmm. him most. For sure. Yeah. Right. For sure. So how do Come we tap into say, okay, I know every now and again they pick an organization and they may donate some stuff here or there, but how does the philanthropy work with a, or with a, a company that big that I, I I probably can go on a limb and say 60 to 70% of sales come from African-Americans or just minorities, period, because you got the Latino community that, that believes in them just they as got, much, they if not more than too, though. I, I yeah, no, for real thing. I don't, I don't know about it's that. It's the design and style they put together that nobody buys. Yeah, them, them they shits, rock that motherfucker. Them shits that TJ Maxx. <laughs> they, they're not the same, though. Walmart. They say, These eyes. I'm like, yeah. damn, y'all crazy. <laughs> but you're right, though. <laughs> point, point being, you are absolutely I'm correct. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I think just I would love to try to tap in to, and not not to say that you have to do be a philanthropist, right? Right. Or you have to, to take your earnings to put it to the community. I can't expect people to do what I do. But at some point, where do you realize, like, yo, these are the people that really have me sitting where I'm sitting today? Like, how do you uh, tap into the community in a way to say, hey, I appreciate you. I'm, I'm thankful. Even if it's like, all right, cool. We dropping a shoe that's going to be $70 for two weeks. Well, how, how you much understand what I'm saying? <laughs> You'll still make money. A, a bunch of it. Right. So, so, so where do black retailers fit into that? Right. So. I wasn't able to find like how many black people buy Jordans, but in 2021, there was an article saying that the sneaker industry was worth $70 billion, but very few black retailers saw that money. You know why though? I think that we are so impressed with shopping with other cultures mm -hmm. that, that it doesn't, it, it will never uh, equate to us because when you think about it, let's take Supreme, for example, mm -hmm. started by a white kid. And we would stand and sit in line for hours to get something with a red block that says Supreme. Supreme. Yep. <laughs> Made no sense to me. 
Nope. And where's the validation in that? How is it that we that is the person that we glorify we validated to them. make sure because that kid we is not that. coming in this community, uh, putting anything down to help out with the community? Like, how do we Louis Vuitton, all of these big major brands? Right. Look at Damn. Gucci. Gucci has Damn. fucked us over so many times, yeah. but we still want to. Well, not me, because I don't buy that shit. Yeah, me either. But people still go, our, our people still go and buy $200 socks. And, all of this that's shit. And think right that now, once yeah. we get out there, that's what it is. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, to each his own. If that's your preference, that's your preference. But when I buy, like, prime, prime example, my first watch, real watch, Brownsville uh, Watch Company, oh, right like here that. in Chicago, black owned, okay. right? Nice. So when I think about things like that, like, even coming up, I never cared for all of the designer things. And it's not the fact that I couldn't afford it because I knew how to hustle, right? You know what I mean? And I just didn't see like where it, where it, at one point I can say I was addicted, not addicted, but I went to school in a white town. So what I knew at that point was Tommy Hilfiger. Mm -hmm. So I would Fresh. purchase Tommy Hilfiger. Right. But that was before I knew how Tommy Hilfiger felt. Right. Exactly. And once I found out. And who he made that over for. With. Just yeah. like Ralph Lauren. Like, yeah, like all of those things and Jabot. All of these all people that these we brands. idolize and we want to be a part of, they want no parts of us. But they're going to do what? They're going to use us to market what they have going because they know we will follow that. We push but we also on. value it, right? Like what somebody yeah, wears we, we determines how it is we value. Like I can remember one Christmas I decided like I'm only buying the kids things from Chicago. Mm. Damn, it was terrible. the dopest Christmas ever. What? It's terrible. What do you mean? Awful. How? Just because. Yes. What? Y'all see me on like. <laughs> right. But but we got put on to all of these brands that, that we didn't that we didn't know before. And um seeing stores in our community that are high quality, you know, is really important. Like you should be able to pull up in your community and shop somewhere mm -hmm. and people also find um what you're wearing appealing. Valuable, yeah. and still you check all of the boxes for how they perceive you because of what you're wearing. And I think that's the wildest part is that how we put ourselves together with some of these brands, people will treat you this way or that or believe you're a certain yeah. type of person right. just because of the brands that you have associated yourself with. Or think you got it. I had a, I right. had a discussion once upon a time about this, you know, and, you know, I, I believe when people get dressed and they, they wear something they think is sharp or fly, what the fuck you want to call it, swag drip. They want to stand out and be unique when they put something on. So if I come here and buy some here, I know it's a good chance. Uh, no offense, not not too many people are gonna have it around the world. We, we gonna get there though. We gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so I was like, well, you know what? How about every black creator and designer go buy a piece from every other black creator and designer? But they will also sully the uniqueness of the outfit because now you start seeing what you have and what you wear everywhere else. And this, this discussion went on for about 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, you know what? Well, fuck. It. I'm still gonna when I see a black shop. If it's quality, if it's some trash, I'm not buying. I'm sorry. If it's trash, I'm not gonna buy it. It's my money. I get to get to spend it where I want to spend it, and I should get what I pay for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I see a, a black-owned boutique store shop, I go take a look <clears throat> to buy a piece from there to support and to stand out and be unique. You know what I'm saying? So do you do you feel that us supporting? Because we have our online. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're growing. We're trying to grow. We're doing we're doing the work to grow. Do you feel that supporting uh, other creators and designers will flood the market to the point where it may not be beneficial to to do so. No, no, because my perspective is always different. My perspective is my perspective is built around support. Mm -hmm. So you'll see me like so on Fridays. I do. I wear another brand and I'll go post about it. 
uh, because I just truly believe that number one, we are dope. We have some really, really good designers yep. here in Chicago. And just like we talked about earlier with entertainment, the world watches us and do what we do next. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's like when you look at the designers here, like there's a shirt that uh, Dave did from Product of Chicago. I think this was Dave that did this shirt, How many days but it had Product of Chicago. We got okay. Product of Chicago. <laughs> Dave, Dave Jeff Fly. Dave Jeff Fly. Yeah, we got, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of them. Uh, fuck fame, babe. So it's like when you look at this shirt, I think the shirt has Corey. Then it has uh, Zoe, Dave Jeff, Bates. And okay. I think that may be it, but it and it had a rose behind each one of them, which it was giving, giving them their flowers. flowers from being the fashion industry of Chicago, right? Right. Honestly, I didn't even know Barbara Bates was from Chicago. I didn't either until now. Right now, and you learned today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like when you think when you think about, and she still is servicing right here. Like she didn't. She's not in over in London or any of those things that you think she would be. She's still right. right here. So when you get a shirt like that, paying homage to those people and understanding that they are the ones that took our fashion to a, a, a different level and being able to put us in a perspective to be where we are today, that's something that you have to like understand and grow. So when I think about these other brands, especially the younger brands coming up with, with my young guy right here that we're working on his brand now, of which he his brand... Yeah. Speaks for itself. Real quick, the, the the his brand is called Rather Be Alone, right? Okay. And it just talks about, like, what he suffered through depression and the things that he's been going through and just friends, right? Mm-hmm. So the Rather Be Alone is, like, just me succumbing to myself, being comfortable with myself and growing with myself and being able to I put like this in a perspective to where you have so many people that feel this way. But and it's okay. Know, yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. So being able to bring that brand to life and and able to watch him grow with it and see what his potential is and what it could come from and understand that there's so many people that's feeling this way, but now they have the outlet to like let the world know. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that I'm into. Another uh, brand, Rebel Vibes, a young lady, uh, she lost her family in a fire when she was mm-hmm. like, when she was a teenager. So she lost her mother, her mother, her sister, and her brother. And she was the only one to survive the fire, and she lost her stepfather. So she turned that into triumph. Her her brand is called Rebel Vibes because it's just like it's so many rebellious things that people look at a negative space, but she turned it into something positive. And she has a very dope brand behind it. So being able to push brands like that and understanding that these are the things that we need today to help our young people grow and give them another time to uh, some time to like really put their perspective in and benefit from it right so that's that idle that idle mind being able to circumference that so just like i support and i buy every i bought like i bought brands that were trash just to support you're a good man you You gotta start off somewhere too you you have to start off somewhere but the difference with me buying it and the difference with you buying it is because i can help them manufacture it my so man. I can okay, talk to him and say, hey, yeah. maybe you so want to no do more. this differently, or maybe let's try it this way. Hey, who's printing for you? Who's helping you design? Right. We do that all here. I do feel like as a consumer, you have a different ear of the person yeah. who's selling you something. Mm-hmm. And I can remember like learning about, uh, oh my, I love Trap House uh, Shy. And uh, I saw one of their shirts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a, it was, it was a shirt and it had police officers and um, something across uh, their eyes and a billion dollar band aid. And I'm like, that's such a powerful 
shirt because what is it? its implications. So I brought it home. My son absolutely loved it. He cannot fit it, but he will wear the hell out of this shirt. Yeah. yeah what, I, what I love about Chicago brands <clears throat> is the ability of us to infuse our personal identities, our politics, our positions in life. And it means something. Most of these brands that we do find value in doesn't mean oh, anything. Yeah. Like I, I believe that every dollar you spend, you say, I agree. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're investing in brands that use child labor or cause harm to, you know, the environment, um, not only are you saying like, I agree with all of those things so other people can find value in me, but it doesn't it, it's not even good energy to come back to. Yeah. So I like yeah. supporting Chicago brands and uh, for the television show inspired was what I wore. Like mm. I purposely was looking for, I want to put my people on, but yeah. I did notice what we don't have. Yeah. We do not have climate friendly apparel. We do not have weather. We do not have sports apparel for like water and swimsuits um, and other activities. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's coming. What? What? Yeah, he, Why am I being shushed yeah, he, though? He's saying don't get a game away. Yeah, he's saying don't get a game away. Because what happens is you I need say these things and people see that and then... Like, like you said earlier, we, we talk too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. This is where ah. I would totally... Wait, no, no, no wait. So no. did you hear the conversation earlier? No, how, how ah. I wasn't oh, in the it. conversation. It, I, what, it was a conversation where we were talking about Michael Jackson and how Disney took the... Oh. Yeah, but what does that have to do? So, I, so let me be clear. I've been people, taught people still out there. Chicago's a place. People oh. say it's love. These motherfuckers is haters. That's because okay. Take well, I'm gonna be dead ass clear. Like as an environmentalist, I've been saying this for 20 years. I'm gonna keep saying it. Seeing how fix, much fix we seeing how much <laughs> we invest in clothing and apparel, and as somebody who does all of their things outside, and still it is 2023, and there is not a climate friendly fabric. I cannot find a swimsuit. We've actually tried to put on fashion shows and help black uh, manufacturers and brands see the opportunity in sustainable supply chain. That's where I'm coming from. Mm. It's, it's been 20 years and people have, have still not come to it. So oh, there, there is one like a oh. uh, coat, a uh, dude from Wu-Tang. He has like a, oh. like an environmentally friendly, like non-bird feather coat. And that's What's really the only- bird It's yeah. feather? <laughs> it's not feather. It's like, a, like it's another chicken. substance, another uh, fiber, but it's not made out of like- uh, animal feathers. Mm. So it's a sustainable product. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll find you. We'll find your suits quick. What do you, yeah, I do need it because Parquet is having his uh, yes. swim yes. Uh, right. uh, pool so, party. Let, let's let's move on though. All right. Absolutely. You know, anytime we talk about environment or environment, don't do that. Y'all just spent thirty nine minutes talking about some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> don't that's, do that. That's the culture. Oh, I was over here. Okay. Yeah. We spent like two minutes on something environment. Swimsuits like you can fit swimsuits. Okay? I know, but like how y'all gonna gloss over like yeah, like I need a swimsuit. Hey, we driving cars. We driving cars to fuck the environment up though. Let's go. Um, look, <laughs> all y'all are trash right now. You know, and now. you laughing over you there too. Suit? That's all right. But you got you got a Hellcat outside. <laughs> um, let's let's get into uh, the, the the winner of uh, this race, uh, Brother Johnson. Um, now, he was here too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I don't, he just left here. I'm, it's no secret. Uh, I don't do politics. Today, right? <laughs> uh, the two days before. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm. I'm so in that conversation. Uh, Milas had said, "Well, maybe you'll start doing politics if you owned a store, for instance, mm. right? It looks different, right? You, you. I guess you may be in, more invested in the candidate more because there's business tax breaks or." What, how does this affect your bottom line? It's, you know, things of that nature. But for me, 
I still don't see the value in it. I just don't, you know, because a lot of times, you know. Wait, what don't you see the value in? I don't see in? the value in fucking politics, the mayors, the governors, because they're all fucking liars at the end of the fucking day. I think virus is the wrong word, but I, I see. I, I know where you're coming from with that. But though. at the end of the day, I mean, that's just, that's just my story and how I feel. Right. Well, is it, does this apply to voting for these candidates as, or these offices? I'll, yes. Okay, because you're you're kind of like saying a lot, yeah, but it's, not it's, being it's, clear. It's very, very broad. So when you I, don't vote? No, mm. I don't. I voted for Obama. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what made you we got one vote out of it. Why did you choose to I, vote? I, that I, way? Because I, vote. Had, I had to be a part of history. I knew. So I knew you wanted to be a part of history. I knew history was going to happen. Right? Which happened? Doesn't that happen every day though? What history? We just made history. Okay. Every time I wake up, it's history. She tried it. It's all good. Yeah. You tried it too. But what I'm what I'm saying is, it's just not for me, right? Because they'll tell you one thing and do something different. Right. Maybe they, they that's don't. What, they that's, don't see, that's what you started right there. Though. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't. Know. They don't hold any promises, whatever. Right? And I get all that. And I'm not here. For but can they do that all the time? You still for rock sure. with him? For that, that's my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the end of the day, are you happy with who Chicago got in office? I think so. I I can be very honest with you. Like you, I never thought that politics affected me. I didn't think that, you know, that's even when we go into presidential and things like that, because I, I just didn't really think that they cared enough to About the little people. do something to, to affect us. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing that we're really affected by is the prison system. You understand what I'm saying? So right. when it came to the mayor for this one, and, and I'll be honest, um, I kind of wanted Lori to stay. Mm. And the reason I wanted her to stay was because I didn't think she got a fair shot coming in on on um, COVID and, Rom yep. you know, and unusual yep. circumstances. Right. And then understanding and realizing that she had a lot to fix yeah. or even attempt to fix. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of times, even in this perspective, a lot of times people try to overlook certain things like women in positions and power mm -hmm. and things like that. And bring that right back down to earth. I got you when you're done. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. So bring it back down. <laughs> no, no, it back down, earth. It back down no, but, but I'm just saying like in that perspective, I, I really didn't think that she had a fair shot. She Thanks. did have a lot of things to go uh, 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 to fix or rekindle or start. But then even with that, when you look at where we're from, there has never been a mayor to come inside of our community as much as she did other than I can remember when Harold Washington was running right. for mayor, he was here almost every day in his station wagon with the bullhorn on the top, just really communicating with our people. And this was before the race, after he won the race, but just someone that was dedicated to this community and helping being in the position that we've always been in, which was kind of like, I call it a Cinderella position because we were always looked over or not good enough to be at the table. Right? And he got people to get out to and vote. And he got people to get out and vote. So when I looked at this time, I looked at, you know, after Lori lost, I'm like, okay, now, you know, where do we go? What do we do? How do we have someone? Because again, you mentioned uh, you not having a store, so didn't feel like it was really relevant to. So me having a store at points, I feel like it's not relevant. But then I had to realize and understand how revenue, the mm -hmm. revenue streams and understanding how the tax dollars are and how funding comes mm -hmm. and goes. And depending on if your shit together or not, that funding going to roll right over you. Mm -hmm. So right. this made me start paying more attention. Now, 
One of the reasons I did vote for Brandon, and I don't know if it was because he came here, but I just look at the positions that we were in. Uh, I didn't know much about Brandon until he came here. Thanks. And I'll be honest, but I still had the stain on my brain from Vallis in the school closure. There you go. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. And when those schools closed like that, if you had that power to do that and disrupt all of our lives in our communities, mm -hmm. then imagine when you're in that position, Absolutely. what you can do for the whole city beyond CPS. Mm -hmm. right? Do you think we hold other other people to the same level of like we knew that you were in office during that time as well? I I think I think so. I think we've gotten to the point that we are doing that now. Because remember, for a long time we just used to accept the shit and realize that oh well, that's it, that's all. And we didn't use our voice the way that we were uh the the way that we were given or whichever, however you say right. that. So we didn't use our voice and we, for a long time, didn't feel that our voice had power. Yeah, I think what was interesting with the race was I think uh, people started to acknowledge um, who's voting in the black community mm -hmm. where and, and how those politics don't reflect the diversity of our positions as, you know, black women, younger women, or younger demographics. So mm -hmm. what I did enjoy was seeing an increase in voting in yes. the younger population uh, because the politics Thanks, of baby buddy. boomers is very different from the politics of Gen Overlooked. Xers and Gen yeah, Zers. Overlooked, yeah. I, I think I voted for Brandon, I did. You know, uh, much of this may of my colleagues, which I don't give a fuck about them people, no way. You know, all they do is cry, complain, and bitch and boo. Who they is do. this guy? They, 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 always, they always do, man. They, they uh, even when the the initial race happened and everybody lost and it was just Brandon and uh, Vallis left. You could hear the rumbling throughout the whole department and all this, man, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna pack up, I'm gonna go, it's gonna be terrible. I'm like, but y'all putting, y'all putting, if so-and-so wins, it's gonna be awful. Y'all putting y'all stock in a man that has a track record of, of uh, being unsuccessful, of not being good. Of he has the reverse Midas touch. Everything you touch, it just corrupts. It wilts. It's it's no good. You know what I'm saying? So you had, and I heard people saying this the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. I'm gonna choose the lesser of the two evils. It's still fucking evil. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, let, let's stop doing it because one guy, I think with Vallis, you'll be getting more of the same, the old yeah. politics. But with Brandon, you were getting some unknown. I will take my chance with the unknown, sending a proper message rather than a guy backed by, okay, go ahead. Go crazy then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Thank you. And I, I didn't mind. I didn't have a problem with Lori at all. I didn't because she did come in in unusual circumstances. But she did not know how to politic with other politicians. She didn't play. With. Yeah. I've, I've watched that firsthand with my own eyes. I saw it too many places. I was doing security for uh, come in and just not be a, a good person at all. And I think she had to go for this reason and this reason alone. People were not receptive to her anymore. Yeah, you can't be the mayor of the people, and people don't want to fuck with you. I think that, that was that's a hard. It's a hard job to do. So when it came to this election, I knew she wasn't going to win. I actually voted. In the initial race, I voted for Willie because he makes me laugh. And plus, I don't think he, don't think he can be bought. You know what I'm saying? You might have real. a point there. I don't think he can be bought. Right. So people always laugh about my reasoning, bro. My, my mind goes elsewhere. But so when it came down to Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson, Brandon got my vote. You know what I'm saying? And, and when I hear defund the police, I don't hear we finna, we finna uh, break the bank, we finna take the uh, overtime away or, or make them broke. I hear some funds may need to be reallocated so we can actually go fight crime because you have people stealing your Cali converters, carjacking, robbery, sexual assaults. All this shit's going crazy right now. So we need to be somewhere we can actually effectively make it. We can affect change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of chasing down, not saying it's not important because I am 
Crisis intervention train. I don't know. Willie, you know Willie Wilson said they they deserve to be hunted down like a rabbit. He was crazy for this. <laughs> and you said it much more clear and articulate than he did. You right, know, right. Rabbit, you know, but man, man, Willie, man, Willie Wilson sounded like when I get excited. You know, I mumble, I do all that shit. So I, I relate to my brother. You know what I'm saying? Free gas and free groceries. Come on, brother. Yeah, you but almost had it. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I'm happy Brandon's in. I, I'm gonna tell you this though. This is my logic. My logic alone. If Brandon fucks up, oh, there will never be another black man in Chicago history. You had a black woman, a black uh, woman of the, the LBGTQ community, and you had Brandon. Damn, you said that fast. But yep. you gotta, you, you, you all, and and I honestly believe you in that. But then this is where everyone else has to step up at. I agree because he right. can't do it by himself. Facts. Yes. you got you. You have to be able to uh, have not only a system, but you got to have the people. All Support of these people that was willing to say, "Hey, I'm voting for you," they still have to stay present. They can't abandon him once one thing goes wrong or doesn't go the way because what we have to understand is that again as I stated earlier we're human and it takes more than one brain I I just said the other day that it should be two mayors he does have a deputy mayor there is a every mayor has a deputy mayor well it should be three then it's a big city. <laughs> but yeah. so again and it's a huge budget a lot of people don't know how this city operates right. legislatively like they just don't like I, I I'm I'm blown away how um one position when there's 50 other people in city council that sit on committees where they approve appointments mm. they approve budgets and they allocate resources they do not get the finger wags at the at the city level, they might get it at the ward level, right? Like the people in their ward, like, I don't like what you do. But I don't think that Black Chicago has a real robust understanding of how this city works and how we can be a part of it. How do we stay present and put pressure on to get the things that we want? Yeah. I mean, well, just wait, wait, what, wait. Ha- what happened to the days, again, of being not just present on TV, like when you're really shaking hands, right? Grassroots, getting in the front of the young folks. And that's in front of the business owners. And that was one of the things that I wanted to say because he showed up. Not only did he show up, and 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 what I say, because everybody asks me, like, yo, so what did you think when he came? I think, and not really knowing who he was or really having an extensive history on how he became uh commission, what is commissioner? Cook County Commissioner. County Commissioner, or and all of those things. I got an opportunity to listen to a man that's a man just like me, a family man. You know what I mean? So what really got me was the fact that at the end of our conversation, he talked about, well, actually throughout the conversation, he talked about his kids and understanding what he needed to do to make sure that his kids uh, were successful or supported and things like that. And that's the battle right there. Because if you can... Make sure that you have that interest for your kids. You know how important it is for my kids mm-hmm. and other kids around the city of Chicago to be able to provide an opportunity, a tangible opportunity that could potentially be the change of the destruction that we're having right now. I'm glad you said Damn, that. Damn, you recorded yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah I got great. all that. I think that was good. That's a moment. That's brilliant. I'm glad you said that because that's another thing that blew my mind was when it came down to... Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson. I'm talking so clearly right now. Watch how fast this goes left. Willie Wilson. Uh, <laughs> right. Get my Willie on. My, my W squared on. Uh, Willie should have brought some of that money over here. I quit though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> <you ain't laughs> uh, 
was when I saw who certain politicians threw their support behind After. for the afterwards. I'm looking like, we know what you do in your, your ward where you do nothing, and you are now voting for a man that has come through here before previously, like you said, and single-handedly was Thanos in yeah. the urban community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's, he used a reality stone and, and fucked us up, and his name is all over that alternative school program. Yes. So to me, black and brown kids were sent there to, to kill each other off and, and uh, or die off. When I say die off, I mean like not succeed and just give up because I know people, I know several testaments. I've talked to since the several testimonies I've heard since he was running. My boy, my boy Greg comes to all our shows. He got, he got into, an, he had an issue at the school. He had to sit down Paul Vallis face to face. That man told him, you will not be expelled. Gave his word, shook his hand, his, his mama there, grandma there, you know, family there. He went home a week later, he got a letter in the mail. You expelled. You know what I'm saying? Started an alternative program with a hundred or so kids. By the end of the program, it was eight people left. You know what I'm saying? 12 killed, maybe 36 in jail. That, that, that's not an out when schools, that's, that's not a proper outlet for young minds, young malleable minds in the community that need something. They need a structure. They need something to, to uh, something to guide them. I think Val is taking over to turn this city into a unfriendly city for children. And for kids growing up, it'll turn into an entire business. That's all he's known for. It's not even successful businesses. And the purge. I mean, well, there you go. for uh, sure. For sure. And the purge. That's for unfortunate. Sure. What I do like uh, that Vallis brought up was opportunities for youth to be trained and brought into municipal employment. I feel like that's one thing that I want to see. I don't care who's in office. Right. When you have this many black people in a city, but the Department of Water, Streets and, Sanita Streets and Sanitation, you know, don't have uh, people that look like us. That's a Thanks. problem. When our city colleges are populated with our students, as well as the Latino community, but none of those individuals that are getting, you know, uh, certifications or got an associates can get a job because of the way that the job description is written. And you have to, you know, it requires a master's, for example, yeah. right? We are the people, right? We can push for the type of systems that we want. I literally don't care who's in office, right? right? Because we, the people, decide to put pressure on what it is we will and will not tolerate, what it is we want and what we don't want, what we want to happen with the money and what we don't want to happen with the money. So I'm asking you all, what are you committed to doing in the next four years to making sure that your priority issues, whether it's your money, your health, your children are reflected in this administration's success. What are you willing, like at minimum, what are you willing to do? Man, I'm doing this motherfucking pod for the for the for the culture, for the, for the city. <laughs> so you know information. Right. So sharing, about? sharing yes. information. Entertainment. Right? You get you getting this work, we getting these checks. That's what it is. That's why I stop at. What? I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, well, information like sharing information that people can use to for make sure. decisions. All right, Corey, what do you think like your minimum I commitment is? I think for me it's just being present, uh, being able to Go to those. See, I, I've never attended any of the city hall meetings. I've mm -hmm. never attended any of uh, anything that has anything to do with what goes on in the city on, on the mayoral side, right? Mm -hmm. Mayor, mayoral. Yeah, I have a problem with that word. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, so <laughs> on the mayor side, there you, there you go. go. <laughs> mayor. So it's <laughs> like um, I think you know, and, and and to be honest, when I saw Lori walking through Inglewood as much as she did, I knew at that point that they had the uh, the power and the opportunity to do that. So I think the difference in now is just like I said, just being present and utilizing and paying more attention because it used to be just be a go, go, go. Mm -hmm. right. But now we, we have a, a mayor that's been elected on camera saying some of the things that he's going to do, saying he's going to be available and present 
and listening and how he talked about what this program means to the city and could be. Now we have to put our feet to the fire and get there. And hey, remember, you said this. So our problem has always been holding people accountable and not just holding them accountable, but actually like really step into them to let them know, hey, you didn't say this. You didn't do this. Right. And you know who does a very good job of that? Inglewood Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. She does a very good job of holding people accountable for the things Mm. that they say. (laughs) You look taxable. You look classy. I don't know what happened. Don't worry about it. We'll talk later. Yeah, yeah. What was that thing you just said? I'm fucking with Bobby. Fix it and fix it and post. (laughs) Fix it and post. All right, let's fix it (laughs) and post. (laughs) Let's fix it and post. But like, you know, regardless of how people may see or view, like at the end of the day, she holds people accountable for the things that they're saying, which puts them in a position to have to do. Like, look at what she did. What was that? A Hyatt House. Mm -hmm. Love it. Like a lot of action. Call to action. A lot of us will not do that. We'll just take it and be like, ah, oh, shit, we'll try it again another yeah. time. But she did. Now, she had the fucking, the CEO out there. And you know, so those are the things that we as people have to get to the, the understanding that needs to happen. Right. Like once you're, you're called to it and you're in a position of power, Don't you run. have to, right, you have to react. You have to give us either a yay or a nay or put it in in a, in a sense that, we can work on it through provisions or whichever mm-hmm. the case is. No, so, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I think I, that, that was just about so you it. Said just be present. Account, be, be present. All right, AB, a- a- uh, what, what, what's your minimum commitment? I'm, I'm coming from, nah, see. They from the West Side. I, I've poured into the city <laughs> oh, more than shit. a lot of motherfuckers will ever even know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm coming from the other, if everybody's going, the uh, green line going West, I'm taking the rail line out South on this one, right? That's what I'm going to do because mm-hmm. uh, what have I, why should I have to show what I'm going to do when I've been given and poured into the city through terrible tenures in terms of, of mayors so far, what the fuck I got to stand up for? Now, show me what you're going to do first. Show me why you are going to be different as a mayor. Then I'll stand up because I've poured my time, effort, and tears into the special needs community every year since I found out my son was part of the special needs community. I have been a liaison for many motherfuckers out West when it comes to conversations about police and the community. You know what I'm saying? Who, who teaches these motherfuckers firearm safety? Uh, what you should, should do behind the wheel. But I've, I've been giving my time for free. I take my money up to the Folly Park. I, I barbecue on my own for these kids so they eat because they don't get... First of all, I can grill too like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Just let y'all know that mm. shit though. But mm. I uh, I take my own grill, my charcoal, my money. I don't need nothing from that park. You know they got it. You know what I'm saying? My man Steve, great dude, he said, you know what? You ain't got to do it no more because we'll use park money to do that. I haven't cooked this year because it's not time mm-hmm. yet, but... You know, and COVID shut shit down. So people weren't trustworthy, but I cooked these, these oh, so kids. Oh, you ain't cooked for two years. I mean, in two years, I ain't cooked in two mm-hmm. years. You know what I'm saying? Them kids, hey, Officer Thompson, you, ru- you rusty. You rusty. Yeah, man, look, it's like riding the motherfucking I bike. challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> right, challenge. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I poured into the city a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? I still, late at night, they people not work nights, so they don't know when I sleep. So my phone will ring at 2, 3 in the morning, question about a case, a warrant, UUW, what do I do? This, that, man, I've been, I've been pouring to. My neighborhood, even though I love the West Side, look at 773, L-Town, M-Town, K-Town, till I die up in this bitch, you know what I'm saying? Downs. But the city is the city, and if we don't all work together, like she's saying, and I, I don't like Kumbaya artists. My, my cousin, she is such a Kumbaya artist. I love I'm her not, though. You really are, but it's No, cool. like, that's, but that's just it. how you so, see me. Like, I'm definitely cool. that's cool, a disruptor. Right? You ready for war? I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 I'm, I'm with the shit. I am definitely with but the shit. But until I see what they going to do. I'm not going to do anything. I, I, I went on too long a rant talking about me. That sounds selfish as hell, but I'm just letting, letting out what I do. I also, I'm also co-founder of a nonprofit organization to inform parents in the same community I'm in as being a parent of a, a child with special needs because they are a lost community. 
Yeah, and, and you go out to your school and you see these kids, they treat the schools are bad enough. That portion of the schools, uh, the students in the school are treated like trash. Yeah. And it, it, it'll make, if you, if you guys go in those schools and see these kids, man, you, you'll fucking cry. The tough, it'll break the toughest down. And it, I, and I almost seem like with all of the special needs that are going on, the only one they really pay attention to is autism. Autism. Right. It's so way bigger than that. It's way, and, and way then, bigger than that. So how do we open that curtain to, to let people know? Because we have, uh, uh, here in Inglewood, there are that quite a hot. few. Come on, baby, get it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, going, shit. We have quite a few uh, special needs children. So I think, you know, even when you look at this, and then we could take this back to violence if you like, you, you got to look at who we're hiring to put in these positions to right. take care of these kids. Right. Oh and my God. These, yeah. these people that we're hiring, are we just hiring them to Anybody. fill the quota yep. mm-hmm. of having a special yep. needs person on site? Mm-hmm. Or are we hiring the, per- hiring the person that's qualified for the job? I honestly think that these people that should be in the schools with special needs should be some of these mothers. They should create some type of uh, even like, like MADD, a parent like or something like that. Yeah, something Beautiful. like that for those women and fathers as well. Those parents to be in these facilities because they deal with this firsthand every day. And just because a lot of times you have a piece of paper. If your heart not there for that specific reason, it's valuable. Then it's just a piece of paper. Yep. You're coming to get a check. Yeah, we definitely have vulnerable, like vulnerable communities in the black community. Yeah. So I'll say special needs. I'll say differently abled, right? Our seniors. Um, yeah, definitely. And I feel like those three poppy our homeless and houseless, um, our uh, individuals that are chronically ill for you know whether it's substance abuse or dealing with cancer, um, that. Are these shit, these man. smaller populations of people in need, but even we don't have a really good way of moving information around, uh, working collaboratively with each other. You asked the question before we started rolling, like, what's the animosity and the tension between the South Side and the West Side of the, of the city? Yeah. I, w- when I started working and I realized, like, man, most events uh, and most money with nonprofits, like large nonprofits are located on the South Side. When you look to see like who's participating, who's being served, it's the South Side serving the South Side. But how is it that the the rest of the city and the rest of the black folks are excluded from those networks? Mm. What does it take for us to even connect and work with each other? I had to stop rocking with people. I don't do West Side jokes. Like I might crack on my cousin, but I did start drawing a line. Like if you shit on any community from Chicago, think right. that you're better in any kind of way. Like you're not, Damn, you're not right. somebody I rock with. Like I believe, Damn, you know, See, it's one Chicago. Yep, I am dope. That's a West Side <laughs> hey, person. Well, <laughs> wow, this might, you know what? <laughs> I don't like this microphone so close to my face. I am dope. Move it there. Yeah, just, just I, back you, it up. Just back it up a little bit, man. Wait, 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 bro. I, I I totally agree with that because again I'm from Chicago, you know. And what are you doing? Hold on. What a lot of people there? don't know is that she she's fucking she, up. No, <laughs> she's about to speak in the mic. Uh, what what a lot of people do, but maybe don't know. I I was born on the West Side, so I moved to Inglewood when I was five years old. Mm. Um, what? Is- we gotta take you to court now, man. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta take you to court now, brother. Yeah, I moved to Inglewood when I was five years old, and uh, being on the west side, I grew up at on 16th in Kedzie. And you go Mark McGuire's now. And uh, <laughs> we were. I went to Holland over okay. on, um, and then I went to Polk. Um, but I think when I every time I went and hung out on the west side, is is it was been amazing. It's a ball. It's a ball. I and it's most of my my. 
honestly, most of my happiest experiences in my 20s when I went to hang out were on the West Side. They what the Fifi's? But I say that to say this. <laughs> that like, was so proper. I can remember being out there from seven in the afternoon to four and five Man, in the morning. I swear. And just having a ball, not having to watch around my back. No, there was no gunshots, no fights, no, you know, none of that. So it was like being able to be there and understand, like, yo, that's dope. Because yeah. it's, it wasn't many times at that time you could have a crowd of that magnitude mm-hmm. on the, the south circle. side and nothing jump off. Yeah, no, you know yeah. what I mean? So that that's the appreciation of that. But I honestly believe that we are finally getting to a time that we can coexist and like really do some some unifying things. Together. Uh, and then you speak about the uh, nonprofits on the south and west side. The, the west side has the pack, right? So the PAC is a very big organization, that uh, nonprofit, that does have things going on. In fact, they came here. Uh, she, I, I forget her name that runs it, but they came here and they brought uh, Stephen Jackson, NBA. Uh, when, when the joy, when, when the uh, that when George he checked Floyd. in with O-Block? This one happened? No, nah, yeah, he checked I, that in with O-Block that after trash. that. Okay, yeah, after that. Right. yeah, he came here first. Okay. And then after that, he went to O-Block. But, you know, just the conversation that we had, while he was here and just him being here, that came from the pack from the mm-hmm. West Side. So I think they were going around the city right. uh, because it was the outrage of the George Floyd case and just trying to, you know, raise awareness and, and do some other things with it. Cole Hart came with him from Crucial mm-hmm. Conflict. He's everywhere uh, all the time. And then a couple other people. <laughs> but they so, they left they left their side of town and, and moved came, around. And I did. think that's necessary. Yeah. Like even yeah. what you said with Brandon, like being present in the places that might not be your home, but your yeah. people are. Yeah. You know, so and that's one of the things about us. We 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 are this summer is gonna be our summer to move through the city. Let's go. Uh ice cream. I, I, we bought our ice cream truck. Cool. Yeah. Right. Oh, gotcha. of course. So we we got the ice cream truck and we're moving through the city That's a dope idea. on you know just different elements and, and making sure that we can connect the dots and and uh, collaborate with not only different organizations that. but stores. Uh, one of the guys that I'm I'm super super excited about uh, even meeting face to face and and just like building with is Slick at Fort Manor. So he does he has a store called Fort Manor. It's on Harrison and. He pours into his community. He he has um, um, literacy, uh, uh, financial financial literacy classes. He love that. He be taught in high yeah. school health so, and financial literacy, man. Yeah. I swear, I swear, you yeah. need to go ahead and start that up. Yeah. So he has financial literacy that. classes that he teaches out of his store and his space over there. But then just his involvement with the with the community as well. And and I see the same with me and him. So I see me and him and being able to make that collaboration where we could have something big for the South Side and the West Side to mm-hmm. come together and like really understand that the love that's there. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of misconceptions can be like really corrected because it's just a he say, she say. That's it. Right. You know, it's an experience. Somebody had an, a bad experience here and they think that it should go to everybody. No, right. because well, when I deal with you, I may not get the same thing that right. she got with you. Right. Right. I mean that that's that's my moniker for for 2023. It's the year of collaboration. Yeah. Right? Uh you of can the year do more of Jordan. For sure. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can do more together than you collab? can apart, man. No, I don't know. Man. But, you know what I mean? They, they are collaborating with somebody I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, listen here. Some wild shit been happening though with this NCAA. Can I, can I say one thing oh, wow. about my west side? As the only west side out here? Eh, no, I don't really want to hear. Thank you, though. cool, but so fuck. Uh yeah, I, I didn't talk too long. I'm cool. 
Uh, but I think the, the difference in the jokes comes from this right here, though. Uh, from the West Side kind of feeling left behind, I think they kind of huddle together. And it's more of a family atmosphere mm. out West than it is out South. It's not due to the people, I believe. I believe it's due to the, partly due to the sheer size of the South Side because you got the South Side, you got the Hunnids, the Wild Hunnids, you got over East. The Southlands, Bro, yeah. It is four sections of the South Side. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot to maneuver through and understand and be on one accord with everybody out here. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just got one of them fa- old school families with 20 uncles and they all had eight kids, you know, somebody everywhere. But, you know, I've, I've had good times on both sides of town. But I just think it's a, a better atmosphere, a friendlier atmosphere. And I always say this too, though. If you want the pretty girls, no offense to anybody, you want the pretty girls, you go outside. If you want the girls going to turn up before we get to party, play dominoes and space, which you go out west. Oh, my God. So uh, to your point, uh, I think <laughs> in, like uh, the density of West Side and like the proximity to each other, um, families living in close proximity. So you'll have families like auntie lives on this block, grandma mm-hmm. lives on that block. Definitely. South Side, grandma live in Calumet City. You know, auntie live in Crete, you know, and cousin lives in Olympia Field. So there's no doubt about like how families on the West side and like that feeling is very different than on the South side. I feel like all y'all from Mississippi, like from the same county. (laughs) Might be. Let's roll. Uh, And what's up with the big ass belt buckles? That's on the West side. (laughs) Everything big on the West side. Whoa, 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 Okay, all right. Whoa, that's not wait a minute. minute. All right. <laughs> I feel like on the West Side, wait, that's when y'all had them hats with the clocks on it. The buck 50s. Oh, wait, first of all, that what they call it? Yep. speed buck past 50. that. Like, you should just say what you You still got, you should bring one. Where, where that? You got, a, you got an old school hat with the clock on it? I got my mom basement, though. Um, please no, I've been collecting hats for years. That's my shit. I want one. Can we can we get into this NCAA, though? Let's have some fun. No. Yeah, that's fine. There... How's your bracket look? First of all, though, let's, I, let's start. I, actually, I didn't, even, I didn't even do one. I was too busy. Oh, you didn't. Too you, busy. Didn't, you didn't rock with us this year, huh? Yeah, no. I'm but Kendall slaughtered your ass, bro. Come on, stop yeah. playing. Um, you know, first of all, the men's it was down as far as um, viewership was down. Who was in the final four? Exactly. Right. <laughs> that shit was lit, though. <laughs> it was. It was, uh, was lit. UConn, Florida, 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 Miami. The last couple of minutes of it. Miami, no, no, uh, no. I can't remember who the fourth was. But it was, it was I mean, the men's was trash, to be honest with you. You uh, think so? Yeah. I, yeah. That's why we don't agree on basketball, bro, for real. That's fine. It's all them, all the upsets, there. the close upsets in round of 64 and 32, them were one-point games, two-point games. How's that trash? And they were close the whole way through. Maybe because, I'm not even going to lie to you, the NCAA women's tournament just seemed to have a little bit more- Razzle-dazzle? Uh, it was more feisty. Yes. Right? More blowouts, too. But why? But, but- and. I don't want people to look at me from this interview and think that I'm like, <laughs> Uh-oh, let's go. And now they absolutely but been, will. I've been saying this for years, though. Let's get to Women it. Women play basketball. They play basketball. They, they're they not the most athletic, which means they actually have to have the skill, right? They so, are, they're more skilled than a lot However, of fundamental. This year was different because it was spicy as fuck. It was different. And it wasn't no, you black, you could play. No, these white women had game. Yeah. Um, what's old girl named the white girl? Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin Nobody Clark. really knows. Yeah. Caitlin Clark. All they Caitlin remember Clark. is the... Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a problem when, first of all, uh, the owner, CEO of Barstool Sports, Dave. Oh, uh, yeah. Portin' Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Called her a classless piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? And totally dismissed. Totally dismissed the fact that Caitlin had already done this shit, had already waved off several players. I think the conversation is not what she did or what uh, Angel did. I think the conversation that people aren't talking about is the fact that these women are hooping, yeah. right? It's not a it's not a sit down and have some tea 
and 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 women are playing basketball. Like, no, these motherfuckers can really get out, yeah. right? So, how do you make people want to watch women's basketball? Shit like this. Yeah. Talk yeah. your shit, right? Yeah. Maybe even lower the rim. I said this before. You know what I'm saying? Get some dunks and some oops in, right? Are they dunking now though? But but not on the regular. It's uh, a few now. It's a few, but not. Yeah. But I'm saying to really have people engaged in the women's game, I tuned in because they were saying that this white girl was the the, the Steph Curry of and women's she basketball. Was. She's shooting that Is bitch in the parking lot. Yeah, I yes. never really. Yeah, I know. Never. She's nice. She's nice. Yeah. And then to see these this LSU team talk they shit like it's it's trash talk. Like trash talk doesn't stop when the buzzer fucking ends, right? You right. talk shit from when yeah. you get out the car, when you get home, then it turns into a group chat, then it turns into, now it's on social media. It's now shit it's talking. disrespectful memes. You know what I'm saying? All that. It's part of the fucking game. So are you saying because they're women that they cannot talk shit? So what was interesting was watching people's uh, like dissection of why they were mad, right? They were like, oh, we know Caitlyn did the same thing, but uh, she didn't do it for 13 seconds. She didn't follow the person. <laughs> they started breaking they it down yeah. to say like, oh, she followed her. She took two steps and she did it four more yeah, times. It was the weirdest shit ever. They were trying to do all of the things to excuse the fact that they were just upset that a black girl had that same energy and she won. And she won. And that's what it was about. It was about this. Yes. Yeah. This is what it was about. She got the ring. But what's even more fucked up about this is how in the fuck, excuse my language, but this really pissed me off. How do you invite that team to the White House? Exactly. And they lost. Constellation Prize. There has never been a second place at the White House from yeah. a championship perspective. Even her trying to joke with that yeah. was kind of like, oh, you you, you definitely Because they, they wouldn't invite LSU if they lost. And then again, Very they true. made Angel out to be the villain again because she declined. She didn't want to go. Yeah, so I'm now all well, her, LSU choice, had her choice to make for the team. That's right. my problem. It was her choice to make for the team. Somebody, some OG got to get in her ear before it's too late, before she ruined future future uh, opportunities, man. You know, we are, that's just the problem. That, that's also a problem in our community as well. A lot of our leaders have been either killed, our revolutionaries have been killed, even the gang leaders have been locked up and sent a lot of these small gangs into disarray. In all aspects of life, there need to be OGs uh, and older heads to give you game. Andrew Reese, which first of all, Gillian Wallace, Wallace can call her Angela Reese. Boy, you don't know what the fuck you're yeah. talking about. Stop it, bro. Fast, you know what I'm saying? That was scripted. But, uh, <laughs> but she was talking, and that's fine. She was not wrong. Nothing she said, but she kept talking and kept talking. She spoke for the entire team. You can't do that. Then I had to think about it like this, though. I'm definitely on LSU side because I'm last to stood up. That's what LSU really stand for. I'm last to stood up. I don't know how they were seeing the basketball, shooting, defending, passing, all oh, that. Them girls out there in the beauty salon on that court. Most double-doubles. Double bundles and lashes, though. You know what I'm saying? Bundles and lashes. But let's get them. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so she kept talking and kept talking. And then, like I saw some things, I'm looking like somebody got getting her ear. At first it was, let's not go to the White House. I'm going to ask Jill. It's obvious Jill don't know shit. Jill said, let's ask Joe to go to the White House. Here comes, we're going to ask Michelle. Let's not forget about Barack, because you wouldn't know about Michelle, in my opinion. I don't think we know about Michelle. Uh, we, it's a possibility if there was no Barrio, there was no Barack, bro. We wouldn't know about him, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like, okay, well, how about this? At one point, Jill was going to go to the LSU locker room. And because Joe Biden didn't have LSU in his bracket, they was like, no, nah, we don't want you. Bro, what kind of shit is that? Then I thought about it again. I said, was what Jill said that bad to where you can't accept an apology? Now, mind you, you don't have to accept an apology at all. You don't have to. Or was it that bad? Did she say, fuck you, fuck your mama? She said, no, let's invite both these girls. And then she said, as a woman, I thought Jill Biden would understand. I'm not a captain for Jill at all. I'm just putting the facts out there as they are. Uh, 
as a woman, I think Jill Bible understand and be right behind all of us uh, by asking, even though it's fucked up, by asking if Iowa could come to the White House too, that is standing behind all women. No, that's it, actually saying fuck you though. It's standing behind all women. Bro, okay, I don't care how you see it. That's fine. I can be wrong. You can be right. You're probably not right though. Probably but, yeah, though. You know what I'm saying? That's right behind all women because you don't have to win to be supported. Did she do it last year? We don't know. Is she the president? I, I think again, <laughs> this 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 puts us back. Yes, in he was the a, president last year. Because they did have the NCAA yeah, final four last year. You didn't. She no, like no, no. What are you what are you talking about? What are you like? You what are you talking about? I'm still gonna stand on like she did. She didn't do it last year. It's never been done. So it was it was we it was it was weird. She took advantage of a moment that everybody was racializing, and she did not create a lane to diffuse. So for her to be the first lady, she had an opportunity to bring to turn people to turn her people's attention to what is valuable. However, and she missed what that she opportunity. Clueless, though, and don't know. She look, clueless. Everybody says she clueless, bro. So now we finna hold. Well, it to she the has cross. a press person. Hold that cross. It. Right. So you know, you know, it's the next day. She walked it back and tried to apologize. Her PR and then, person and did. Then Angel, Angel Reese, not Angela. Angel Reese kept the pressure on. It's her right to do so. Keep the pressure on. Interviews, podcasts, TV shows, clips. Look at get your money, get your money. And then this is what really got me too, though. She said, "I'm gonna stay in college. I'm not even mad at this at all. I'm just spitting shit out. Uh, I'm gonna stay in college another year. Good, do so. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I make more money here than I'm making in WNBA. Fine, and you're not lying. But why are you shitting on these women that's up here doing what you're doing and never level and not getting compensated properly for it though? They didn't deserve that shot. That's what Angel said. Angel, yeah, she didn't deserve, they, didn't, they didn't deserve that shot, bro. Because you know it's her. That's been a well-known argument amongst women's soccer team. They started that shit though. Megan Rapino. Let's go there. You know, I, I watch my sports all the goddamn time. You know what I'm saying? Uh women boxers, uh, all these athletes, they start these women athletes. I hate these female athletes, they started shit a fight a long time ago. So don't come up taking shots like that, bro. Somebody, that's what I say. Somebody gotta get in her ear and just say, yeah. slow down a little bit, shorty. You know what I'm saying? I, I got, think you're not wrong. I think it's a difference of opinion. Uh what what is a shot, right? Like for a woman to you be in a broke. For, well, I mean, uh, you can you can like it's 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 potato potato for her to for her to publicly acknowledge that I earn more as a college athlete in this position. You can interpret that as a shot or it's the reality of where it is. A lady can make more money. And if we're trying to secure the bag, like, why wouldn't you choose where it is? You can be compensated. No, she can only she can only she got two more years. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So if if that's an opportunity for her. So. What what you also I don't know if you know this, but they can't even enter the draft until they're 22 years old yeah. because there are only so many spots in the WNBA. Yeah. Right? It's also so, trash too. It, it is, it's definitely trash. So mm -hmm. there, there is no one and done. You have to be 22 years old just to even make yourself eligible for the draft. To be drafted. Now the highest paid player in the WNBA is to make 272. Right? Yeah. A lot of players are playing the WNBA. 272000 Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a chick that yeah. $8,172. That's the lowest paid one. About yeah. half of them have to go overseas to, to, uh, to make what? the rest of their salary. A year. Lowest contract. Yeah. I, I Google that shit. That's the lowest one. That's terrible. Yeah. God, so that's damn. that's how you end up with Brittany Griner going over to Russia to to play. And so what's interesting is that the, the American Women's League is off season with the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Like so, it allows for women to be able to capitalize off of selling that? their NBA. time all year round. Did that for that. So they could, you know, so they can make more money. But they, they, but they got to lead a family in order to do but that. I don't, I don't see what she You're did right. as a shot, though. Now, I, I have to disagree with you in that. I, I, don't I, care. I see it as her being the first to say it. Acknowledge the first. She's the not first. the first to say it, but, but you who, know this, though, bro. What, what, what I'm saying is, okay, Kaylin, she she's made over a mil in nil deals. Good for her. Okay. Um, along with uh, Angel, right? 
Um, and obviously, you, you have some of these high school players making over a million, right? Sure. What I'm saying is she's setting the bar it. for the players coming behind her. I'm happy about that. Right? I don't see a problem with what she I'm does. I'm not looking at the aspect, though, Ma. I'm, not, I'm looking at what... I'm looking at... Okay, so when she does, if she decides to go pro, which I think is a passion for her, because if she didn't want to hoop or play ball, she wouldn't love Maryland to come to LSU. She was mm -hmm. at Maryland first. Yep. We all know that. Yep. She came to LSU. So she obviously, she obviously has a love for the game. I will assume... I think it's fair to assume she will pursue a career in the WNBA. She has the most double doubles in in, in uh, NCAA history. So I man, look at you—you a walking bucket and rebound getter. Go on, take a skill to the next level, though. But now you get up there. People are people. We talk about the human aspect of life, right? People mm -hmm. are human. They're not gonna forget what she said. Oh, what, what you say? Everybody take things differently. Yeah. Like I heard it differently. You heard it differently. You heard it differently. You heard it differently. You know what I'm saying? Or you take a shot at us. They are gonna bust ass and first get there. Every rookie gets broken in for sure. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's because they might have done it anyway, but it's gonna be extra spice on it. Because of that, you know what it I'm saying? I feel like it totally depends on who who the team is, like who the manager is, who the people are. Because when the you manager. have people who think a different way, she might not get it. Like, no, nobody knows. But I won't be mad at this if she decides, you know what? I'm not going to try and go pro if I can make more money yeah. somewhere else. Like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad after, at after it. College is my point, after college, when she leaves. But she, it, it seems like she will have a really good position coaching. Andrew Reese? Either, like... Uh, developing a player, or you know what I mean. So you, you, when you look at stuff like that, you gotta really see the dynamics in that. Me, me, because she said that she may not even get drafted. It's true. See that? You know what I mean? In words, that, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. I mean, she Future might, she might you know end saying? up with an investor from Africa and start yeah. her own team. Not, like, not or mad at that. yeah, not, or or her own. Not league. mad at any of that. But what I'm saying is, the what? bag she's getting now. Yeah. She's going to get it for the next two years. Two years. Right? So if that puts her at $5 million earned as a collegiate basketball player, she's done her job. Fuck the WNBA. Fuck hooping. She can go a million different ways yeah. outside of basketball. Ooh. I'm okay with that. Don't mm -hmm. talk yeah. your shit while you did it. Words are eternal, bro. That's all I'm saying. Because it sounds like to me I will be working on a development camp. <laughs> and, and charging kids, the parents around the world for, yeah. to come to be in my camp. How That's has the big three league fared financially? They do it's good. Been, they do pretty good, though. Is there a woman's version? And I heard yeah, there was like a co-ed version uh, that came out. I don't know. I don't know if I, I wouldn't watch That's what that was. I saw that not too long ago, like but I didn't know that. Basketball? I did see a like three-on-three co-ed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and they and they, they match them up. Let Shorty come to the hole on me. <laughs> what if she your size, though? I'm going to show you this XY chromosome. Don't worry about it. Shut up. Don't worry about it. That's the name of your team, XY. XY chromosome. That's why we stay fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, congratulations, LSU. Congratulations to UConn in the men's yeah. uh, tournament. The shooter from UConn, Hawkins, and old girl, Andrew Reese. Their cousins. Our first cousins. Yep. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yep. So they practice together every day. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and her brother, her brother play like in Maryland, too. Hey, another point, mm. too, though. How about this? If we want the women's game to be exciting, uh, why shit on Andrew Reese for, for doing the trash talking? And it was great trash talk, too, by the Loved way. The ring finger. Because guess what? Guess what the men do at the elite level? All they day. fucking trash talk all, all day. Y'all need to get off your high horse, you know what I'm saying? But that's the... What that, KG that's say the, to Carmelo? Being no, a woman... Like Cheerios. It's Cheerios. Honey, honey nut Cheerios. It's a double standard. It's a double, it's a double standard. I it, think, is, well, it always has what, what What came out of this, I think uh, men were like, wait, what is going on? Like, this is what we deal with, like, being women... Um, at some point, you're told to like have a seat, be quiet, you know, uh, be demure. That's not appropriate demure. for you exactly. because you're a woman. Yeah, was, it's like, seven. well, wait. I can remember like playing water oh, polo. Man. 
And water polo really is like basketball in the water. And it was my first, like swimming, there's no trash don't talking in swimming. There's no trash don't, talking don't in swimming. That polo basketball shit. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I just did it. Don't do that. It was like, yeah, you got, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did it. It's, yeah, two, okay. it's two nets. Yeah, okay. Where do you play water polo at? Uh, at Morgan Park. So fun fact, uh, my father is in the Illinois Water, water Polo Hall of Fame. He's responsible for bringing water polo back to CPS. And now there are hundreds of kids that are getting full scholarships for water, uh, polo, water polo. polo. All that. So I was a swimmer. What? But my first... <laughs> when did this start? Uh, this was 97, 98. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is the first time I heard of water polo in Yeah. CPS. Yeah, we have it. Busy designing. Yep. Yeah, he definitely had us doing that shit. Man. Yeah. At one point in time, there was no teams. And so Morgan Park was the only public school team. So the girls had to play the JV boys in the private league. What like it was, what it was results. Uh, yes, because Samantha McCullough had a like literally nobody could be in the water and she could just win by herself. Like Triple she was double. a beast. She was she could she could throw the ball from one so you, side. So what you saying? Is you was trash. Uh, I could swim and I could pass. <laughs> I could pass the ball. What, 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 what didn't you do in the water? What didn't you do in the water though? Uh, in the water. Well, I loved being in the water, but I my my first experience with trash talking was water polo, and I got kicked out the game because there was no trash talking in swimming. You swam your race and you got out. Mm -hmm. And so this chick uh, and you played in an all deep pool, and they didn't have an all deep pool, and so Close. you just had to agree to keep your shoulders under the water. Okay. Right. So she she said something like. Fuck you and your black mom. And I, <laughs> and I stood up and I reached for her and they kicked me out of the game. I was like, what? You are, you, you, it was worth it though. That's it was worth shit. it. Yeah. Hey man, before we get out of here though, um, I just like to know what's what's next for Inglewood Brandon? What's the vision? What, what are we doing in the next three to five? <sighs> wow. <laughs> Took it's, a deep breath on that. Yeah, because I mean, what what we're working on now is really uh, cultivating our nonprofit, Brandon Inglewood, uh, with the youth entrepreneurship piece. We are starting our our uh, screen print classes for free this summer. Nice. Oh yeah. So <laughs> let me text my shorty uh, right now. I'm about to show up. Yeah. So we've been working on <laughs> real, that. Definitely. Don't be we, taking them kids' spots. Yeah. We've been working on that. Get us money. Really trying to. <laughs> Uh, live up to the mission of that, uh, just being able to provide tangible opportunities for youth. Uh, in terms of uh, expansion, Inglewood Branded will be expanding. Um, uh, we're going to start doing this pop-up tour in different cities. Um, but we're we're really looking to, I have a brother out in Vegas, and Vegas. we are uh, potentially going to put something there, uh, looking at Arizona. And Love then, Arizona too, damn. Uh, also, uh, also Inglewood, New so Jersey. So excited. Inglewood, New Jersey. Inglewood, New Jersey. Right. So, um, Inglewood, New Jersey. Yeah. Fresh. So we're looking into those uh, and just reaching out to the, the Inglewood counterparts throughout, uh, trying to get some influencers there so we can really brand uh, further than just right here. And I think the the, the biggest When you say part, that, you mean like communities that are also in there's an Inglewood exactly. in California, there's exactly. an Inglewood well, now. Inglewood in California is with an I, but I, I I do want to do a collaboration with them. Okay. Uh because I think that we are pretty much the same community. Yeah. Just Got you it. know, miles away. So we even with that, just you know, trying to be able to understand like within those communities. And most of those communities are parvished par, as well. So just trying to bring the same element of being able to provide 
a community service within the store, being that 10% going to the community mm-hmm. and youth mm-hmm. engagement, uh, being able to change the dynamics or uh, just bring a little more mm-hmm. stability or uh, just equi- equitable moments to uh, those communities as well. Uh, one of our biggest things that we're dropping this summer, well, two two very big things this summer. Number one, our ice cream truck. So, Mr. Ice Cream know, Man. Right? So the ice cream truck. Be hard though. <laughs> we'll be doing. <laughs> <That's my jam. laughs> I tried to hold it in, and like he said, one more. I thought y'all gonna have a soundtrack while y'all rolling. We we have one. So the music that you hear mm-hmm. on the commercial that's played is uh, the music for. Uh, the ice cream truck. So no more that dead ass music that you. It, hear. It's hard to be dead though. It's right. a grand in your brand though. We're about to embed this in your let's brand. Go, let's, let's you know what I mean? It's pretty catchy. So we'll we're doing that, and the difference with our truck, we're giving away free ice cream to the entire Inglewood community, right? Oh. So free ice cream, and then we'll also be utilizing it as a violence prevention method, crash and block parties, and. Uh, Careful. Kind of. Be careful. Why? Some block parties are used for different purposes. I understand that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And and understanding that that is the dynamic of them, we just want to be able to get on that block for a day and let the residents and kids come out to play. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right? So even if that means finding out who's responsible right. or who's leading or whichever to have that conversation, like, hey, we just, you know, we, we want to pull make up. sure yeah. that we have... A safe experience for everybody, right? And I, I do it. get it, and I, I think that even some of those guys that are uh, the matriarchs of that, I think that they still, at some point, have a heart to be able to understand. Like we can still do what we need to do, but we also need to allow our community, our yeah. elders, our children to come some outside, fresh air, mm-hmm. some fresh yeah. air, and build. Because what we do know is, out of the thirty or forty houses on the block, is probably only twenty of the families that really know each other. Right. So those are the things that we're faced against, just being able to bring community engagement. So that's what I call it, community engagement on wheels. So we just want to be able to bring the families out for them to have an enjoyable summer, whether that's for that allotted amount of time that we're out there or not. We want to be able to build that. And that's one of the, that's what this ice cream truck is built for. It's a complete uh, sound system, uh, video gaming. I love it. Uh, and I love then we it. Just oh, wait, so you can get on the truck and it's what's, like a, what's, like what's a game show? No, the truck, the, the TVs are outside in the back. Vincent, man, what, welcome, man. Welcome, Vincent. <laughs> welcome. Are y'all pulling like, up to Full Fest? We're pulling up to Full Fest. When is Full Fest? July 1st. July 1st. We, well, so here's the thing with July 1st. It's so it's so much going on. You got yeah, NASCAR, is. you got yep. uh full fest, then you got that's also uh isn't that the the house how no the, it's, it's, it's before we got after it's, it's the, the week after the Hyde Park uh Summerfest it's the, 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 movie, the beach. Oh Silver and Block Party? The Silver and Block Party. Oh yeah, I believe that's that weekend too. Mm. Uh, I could be wrong because I just saw it the other day, but just full fest. We'll, we'll make an up. appearance. Yeah. We, we're going to pull up. We're going to pull up because we'll be out and moving around. By you what's, what's, be, what's behind the, the bear? I, I love the, the bear. bear just so what is its I think significance? The bear is, is, is um, important because I just utilize it from just the experience of life, right? Right. So 
It wasn't that people called me a teddy bear or none of that. It was just <laughs> it wasn't no, a cocaine bear. It wasn't a cocaine okay. bear. Cocaine so bear. the thing of it was was we we needed something to bridge the gap between uh, youth and elders, right? Uh, one thing that we do know is that number one, most people slept with a teddy bear as as kids, right? So that was that that was a sense of protection. I I didn't. Did you, Amar? Negative. Wow. Okay. I slept with a pound puppy. He okay. wasn't a bear, but... Was, uh, damn, I remember them. Did you? Go. I did have a bear. Okay, so we didn't ask him that. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Clearly, he had a bear. So he understands where I'm going. He, he felt protected. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So so with that bear, you know, at a young age, it was a sense of protection. Right. And then when you Comfort. get to your elders, it's a sense of protection, nurturing, and understanding that we take care of our family. So in this sense, that bear takes care of the community, right? So we have something that we can bridge gaps with. Everything is it's understood. Uh, number one, not to fuck with them. Mm-hmm. You know, number two is that 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 mama bear is gonna always make sure you eat. Mm. Papa bear gonna always make sure you safe, but he gonna make sure you eat too. So we wanted to be able to bring that aspect to the community and let them know that when we step out, we're stepping out for protection, for nurturing, for support. That whole system. Our, our four principles, love, respect, honor, and dedication. And it's all wrapped up in making sure that this bear, uh, and it's it's something that, like, when the kids see it, they flock to it. Right. And when people see it, people always want to take pictures. So it's just about just, like, connecting the dots I love and really bridging the gap. All right, that's what's up, man. Well, we appreciate your time, man. Appreciate your time, man. For real, for real. Uh, long time coming, man. But this is uh, episode one forty three. Uh, again, man, Vincent's in here getting getting merch as we speak. <laughs> I know, right? right? You know what I mean? Vincent came with the bag. Let's yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> Vince came from all the way from uh, where you come from, Vince? I told you from oh, France. Bonjour. How did you know? Comment ça va? Ça va bien? Oh, okay. How did you know about us? How did you know about the store? How'd you find out about the store? Instagram. Instagram. Bon. My man. Uh, what's your Instagram name? What's your Instagram name? What's your tag? No. It's like a phone number. Yeah, look it, up. it is like a phone number. We're going to get all that information. Yeah, we're going to take some pictures. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. 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 And that, that story right there are the things that we love. And when people come from, uh, he's from France. We had some people come from London. We've had people that's come crazy. from all over the world. And that's what I envision. Oh, we talked about Scarface earlier. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, standing room only. And your knees said no, right? Yeah. No. So we no, were at, no, no, uh, no, we did no. the Legends concert. Okay. We were there. And I showed him the jersey. And he was like, oh, shit, wardrobe change. He put the jersey on fire. and performed Jesse James. So here's the thing, though. Scarface has has always been, well, not always been my number one because we had Rakim at one point. But then when I sit down and listen, when we listen to- Catalog and understand, Yeah. yeah. So for me, like, I met my number one artist and he put Put my shit on. That's dope. So, and the next day, he called around asking about me. Nice. nice. So when that happens and you get the opportunity to see and show like what you've created and it's you the know, energy behind the energy it is behind moving it. forward yeah. through, yeah. Two things. Yeah. I bought a sweatsuit from you uh from Sarita's uh joint. Right. I wore it on stage the promontory our live show with uh Isaac and Tequila Tales. Okay. Uh for the powder blue in one a day. It was teal. Teal. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, this guy walked with Scarface and gave him a nickname, yeah, yeah. called him Scar. 
Yeah, <laughs> horrible. No not not in real life, man. But look, yeah. he said not in real life. We got, we got money to make. Yeah, it's the corner combo, man. Episode one forty two, man. We out. Peace. Peace. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied.